What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Greg Hush Williams. Welcome to another episode of the Finer Life Show. On this episode, we're going to talk to Marquise Ogden, former NFL player, podcast host of the Get Authentic with Marquise show on authentic leaders in today's world. It was great, man. So one was from D.C. The other one was from Georgia. And, you know, my grandfather, my father's father was from Georgia. My mom's dad was from D.C. And I remember, like, seeing, like, my grandfather in D.C. had his old World War II rifle downstairs underneath the steps in the basement. And he talked to me about, you know, all the things that he went through in the Army trying to desegregate and trying to, you know, make a better life for himself. And my other grandfather was the same way. He only had a third grade education, so he was all about, you know, that whole process as well. So in reality, man, you know, having those guys really to lead me and help me kind of get myself grounded to where I'm at today, they were huge in my life, especially my mom's dad, my maternal grandfather, because I spent a ton of time with both my grandparents, my grandmother and grandfather, my mom's parents in D.C. growing up. So uh, a lot of great stories, a lot of great memories, a lot of great things that I learned in that regard. And uh, yeah, man, it was just really awesome, you know, overall, you know, in that regard. So let's, you know, just let's stay there a little bit more, you know, what was one of the most impressionable things that, you know, either of your grandfather said? I really feel like, you know, sometimes the the greatest generation, they always drop dimes on us. You know, my grandfather always told me stories as well. He served in the Philippines, World War II, and the, se- the segregation as well, you know. Um, what was one of the one of the most inspiring things that one of them or both of them imparted on you word wise, you know? Great question, man. It was really about persevering through hard times. They both, like I said, segregation, racism, uh, separatism, and both of them did not allow that to be somebody or something that kept them or held them back. They didn't allow that to move or sway them in any way. And as a result of that, it was really awesome for them to impart on me that wisdom that was needed in order to get where I needed to go in my life to where I'm at today as a successful speaker, coach, consultant, you know, uh, you know, podcaster, you know, uh, you know, only 5% of podcasters monetize their podcast and we're in the 5% doing very well. Uh, We have a lot of people that just love our, what we're doing and running ads on our show. And so we're just excited and really, really, uh, really passionate about what we're doing now today going forward. So, you know, let's go, you know, you graduated Howard University uh, and and then, you know, you get into the NFL. Um, I know we have a lot of military members, service members, big football fans, you know, was what was one of the most memorable moments of of your uh, NFL career, you know? All right. So one of the most memorable moments of my NFL career was making it to the National Football League as a rookie and making the team, making the active roster. And I remember Jack Del Rio telling us this when I was drafted to the National Football League. Um, He said, everybody in this room, you need to be your own CEO, your own chief executive officer. And when you put that into that regard, into that mainframe, 
that's what you should be focusing on. That's what you should be utilizing, you know, and how you do everything with your everyday life. So for me, it was being drafted to the National Football League by the Jaguars who beat the Chargers and now they're going off to the next round and having Jack Dario tell me as a 22-year-old rookie that it's important that you are your own CEO in everything that you do going forward. So as far as you know, um, and then after that, you transition into business, you know, uh, uh, construction, uh, some, somewhere in a, and along the lines, you know, you had your own construction firm. If, if I got that right, right. Construction. You firm. got that right. Yep, yeah. Yep. And, 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 and made a, Oh, <laughs> how do you attribute, you know, going from the NFL into construction and being successful at it? You know, uh, the discipline, you know, talk about it. So what I did was I excelled at marketing and I excelled at sales and I had the right people in the ops position and I was able to manage my finances. But unfortunately, as I had success in marketing and sales and had the right people in the ops position, the success got to my head and I felt that I was better than everybody else. I could do no wrong and that I was always going to be in the position of being right. As a result of that, I put myself in a position where I started to push away my best employees, my best people, and that put me into a situation, unfortunately, where I ended up losing everything that I owned in 2013 as a result of my attitude, my ego, my bravado, and I was just really a really negative and really horrible boss. And as a result, it cost me everything in 2013. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, that's and that's what we talked about the bump in the road, you know, how does somebody, cause there's somebody right now who might have their own business or they're thinking about having their own business. And that bump in the road is the fear, you know, and you've played one of the most physical games on this earth, you know, head to head, body to body, you go to the boardroom, you're conquering things. And it seems like you're a conqueror one day and then you just fall, you know, how does somebody build up that self-resilience within themselves? You have to learn how to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and count on yourself to get yourself into a position of achieving what you desire, either accomplishing something, being fulfilled, and you're not always looking for others to save you. I had a guy on the podcast, my podcast, Chad Peepy. He said, you know, he grew up as an openly gay individual in rural Arkansas. And we're talking about, you know, how he in his life was always trying to chase what others wanted or what they thought he should do, all this stuff. And then once he became fulfilled in his own life, he got a lot better off in that regard. And so for me, as a result of trying to chase what I thought was money, fame, notoriety, what I call external motivating factors, I got into a really bad position and I ended up losing everything that was important because I was chasing things that didn't matter and I wasn't fulfilled in my work. And as a result of that, pow, I put myself in a position and I ended up losing everything that I owned in 2013 and now I had to rebound and go from there. 
So, you know, through, throughout those uh, uh, times where you had to claw back, then you got into the, uh, the Ogden Leadership Academy. You still gave back, though. That's the whole thing. It's like, you know, you fell down, but you still got back up. Uh, you you did the uh, Leadership Academy. Um, you know, I think, you know, in between there, you became the subject matter expert for the USO. So let's go back to the military. How did that happen? You know, uh, that was up in uh, North Carolina. How'd you become the subject? How do you become a subject matter expert in the USO? Just networking. I reached out to them through one of their newsletters. I met with them and their team and their leadership team right uh, by the airport here in the Raleigh-Durham area. And they love my perspective on leadership and how to bounce back from after hearing my story, what I went through. As a result of that, it got me into a position where I was able to really manifest my skill sets through leadership and adversity and overcoming hardship to get where I'm at today. As a result of that, a lot of great doors opened through USO. I remember I met uh, some people from uh, Elite Legacy Education, where I spoke for them 11 times in a year as a result of speaking for USO. But it goes back to marketing, sales, operations, finance. I just market it. And that's what I do today. Like our podcast is a great conduit to market to people. And it grows for us a huge platform. And again, we get to make some great friends, meet some interesting people, but the whole heart of things, right? It's really and truly about getting to the next level and having success, you know, in that regard. So, you know, let's go right into the nitty gritty as, as you being a, a, a CEO, you know, what are some of the leadership qualities that you look for people? You know, what are you looking for when you have somebody that wants an opportunity, you know, and you're in a position of power and you want to grant that opportunity, what characteristics are you looking for? I'm looking for somebody that has the ability to connect with people through empathy and or compassion and somebody that can build a team. And you build a team through your ability to connect with people and get them to know that they matter and that the value that they're gonna bring to the table is gonna help the organization thrive. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that disposition because they just don't do a good job of focusing on their, you know, what they need to do from a team perspective. So I'm always looking for people, I'm always looking for people that can connect with people through compassion, empathy, great at team building and they don't look to pass the buck or make excuses for themselves. They're all about getting things done in the time frame that they need to be done. And now you don't just have the podcast. You're also a writer, uh, Brains Magazine, uh, inspirational words, you know. And I always like to ask this question to leaders. How do you motivate yourself when you're not motivated? Huh. Well, if I'm trying to motivate myself, I've already lost. So I'm inspired every day by getting up and helping somebody else turn their target into an accomplishment. I don't motivate, and I'm not a motivating person. I'm an inspirational person. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm an inspirational speaker. I'm not motivated. I'm inspired. So if I'm, if you're motivating, then at some point you will burn out. So again, like, you know, I, I work a lot, like, you know, finish up this, give me some eat, you know, work on some files, you know, 
Am I tired? Yes. Am I burnt out? No, I'm not burnt out. I was burnt out with my construction company. I was burnt out with, you know, football at times. You know, I was burnt out trying to launch, you know, a clothing line. I know what the hell I was doing, right? So there was times I burnt out and I failed many times in my life. But today, I don't burn out. Am I tired? Am I, you know, am I like just like, wow, exhausted? Yes. But am I burnt out or say, man, life sucks? No, because what we do and what I do really something that we can turn, uh, turn things around for. And now the whole thing is you're, st you're still, you know, inspiring others. And I like that. You're not a motivator. You're, you're, you're inspirational person and you inspire others. I never kind of like looked at it that way. Huh, you taught me something. Thank you. <laughs> um, you like to call your podcast elite. And I love that because, you know, you're, you're showcasing people and having authentic conversations and everybody, please look it up. You know, uh, I, I have to say he, he's getting real with it. You know, get authentic with Marquis show, Apple podcast, Spotify. Yeah. Everything just, listen to it um but besides doing that you're still also uh kind of uh working with u.s service members and veterans uh you know talk about um status strategies just a little bit i feel like you know we got veterans we got service members watching family members each one teach one so status strategies it's a crypto hedge fund that was created by our ceo chris jackson and he's a veteran and he served overseas many years. And all of our team, Edie, our COO, Ken, myself, uh, you know, Gerard, you know, we all either have been in the service, which I have not, or we support the armed services. So Stathis does a phenomenal job in the regards of showing people there's no way to make money other than real estate, you know, investments and crypto is going to be here. So Chris has done very well for himself. In that regard, pushing himself to the next level of always being somebody that is focused on the end game of getting where they need to go and being able to create for themselves what they need in order to do exactly what they can and create wealth through other ways of making money. So crypto is a great way with the right resources with the right leadership, with the right people leading you to advance and take you to the next level. And so that's what we're doing with Staff and Strategies going forward in that regard. And and I love that you're always giving back to our service members, you know, and you, does do you feel that, you know, it might be an idiotic question to ask, do you really feel because you have that family military tie, you know, that that has become a passion of yours over the years? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, both my grandfathers and both were important to me. Both were my heroes. Both of them, I have their names tattooed on my back. I'm a big family guy with tattoos that really kind of relate to my family and show like my family's temple. So yeah, of course, having two grandfathers serve our country in World War II, that always is going to push me towards wanting to go in that regard. So absolutely, I love, I always love our best armed forces regardless, but I have a closer, you know, relationship because of my grandfather from the time that they served in the military. All right. And, you know, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got other things to do and, and I'm grateful that you came on the show. You know, uh, I love to give tips. 
And I love to teach people, or if I can't teach you, I like to get somebody that can teach you, you know? And what are three things that somebody can do, you know, as they're stepping into the entrepreneurial world? You know, what are what are three things that you feel would help them get a, a, a catapult, you know, a little leverage, you know, right out the gate? Know your business. If you're going to have a partner, vet your partner and your team members. Always be properly funded. No matter what. If you do those three, if you know your business, if you vet, if you have a partner and your employees and you are properly funded in your new business, everything else will work itself out. So uh, um, so anyway, people can find me on our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. You can also find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Stitcher, Pandora, YouTube, the Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden show. We're almost at 22,000 downloads of our show and we're only six months old. So again, like I tell everybody, you need to have that focus and you need to have that self and keep going forward. But you can go support us and find our podcast on any platform and find us on our website and reach out to us. Thank you for tuning into the Finer Life Show. Listen, if you want to find us on the web, please check us out at www.mbphikings2017.org. That is www.mbphikings2017.org.